2: Hello, welcome to Big Squid. My name is Justin Hamilton and what another incredible hour of television we've just witnessed with episode eight of the Watchmen series. Uh, I spent most of yesterday in bed. I've got blocked sinuses, a sore throat. I ache pretty much everywhere that is covered in skin and uh, I could feel myself losing energy on Saturday. So I was recording two new episodes of the podcast and then it really hit me like a freight train. And so, Today I woke, not quite as bad, but still not great, and then I settled down to watch this episode and literally forgot that I wasn't in the best of shape until I sneezed half an hour after the episode finished, and it was like my body was like, you you remember that you're sick, don't you? And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, I'd completely forgotten. So uh, I apologise if I sound off or lacking in energy, there's a couple of stumbles where I was just having a bit of trouble uh, focusing uh, while I was reading some notes etc. So uh, yes, I apologise for that, but my guests Alexei Toliopoulos and Rove McManus more than make up for anything I lack in energy. Uh, to give you an idea of where we're going, Going with the podcast uh, as of next week, we'll we'll finish the series recaps with the last episode, which makes sense. And then we'll still have chapters 9 to 12 to go of the graphic novel. So uh, I might bring them out in a slightly quicker fashion than I have been. But uh, we've got uh, one more with Siobhan Coombs. We've got a couple more with Ben Elwood. We've got uh, chapter 11, Richard Feidler returns. You will be very happy to hear him just go full... Into Alexander the Great and uh, I have a special guest coming on for the final chapter to help sum up the graphic novel and the TV series. Uh, Then next year I have an idea for one-off special for early in the year and that'll be something very different and then that will be followed by season two of Big Squid and uh, we're going to cover a series that has already come out and finished and We'll announce that toward the end of the year, I reckon. But, um, Alexi and Ben will be back and they're very keen to be, uh, ripping into this. So, uh, have a think, have a think where that might go. Uh big apologies to everyone over at the Big Squid Facebook pages. There are, There's a page that anyone can just go and uh, have a look and then there's a page where you have to ask to join but that's just so you know that once you're in there it's spoilers ahoy and everyone can play around and talk about stuff and not fear that they're ruining it for anyone who's lagging behind. But um I don't want you to think I've gone full Dr. Manhattan and been absent from the place I created uh, because I'm frustrated or anything, but it's just through a lack of time. So, as people uh, who will be going to the Adelaide Fringe are aware, I have two shows coming up. I have a stand-up show called And Hammo Was His Name O and a new John Tilde Animus play, Time Is The Fire. So, if you like straight stand-up, well, there's a show for you. But if you like shows that are a little bit more surreal then the play is the way to go. So you can go over to the Adelaide Fringe website and uh, get tickets for those shows. So I'm working on those shows at the moment and uh, I'm writing them and putting them together. I'm working on this podcast. I'm performing gigs at night. I've just had 17 gigs in uh, 19 nights across three cities. That could be why I'm sick at the moment. Uh, There's a couple of other little projects, and we've just found out our Doctor Who after show, Whovians, is returning in early January, which is great, but we literally found out a couple of weeks ago, so with everything else going on, we have the Whovians show to revamp, write and produce, and as a head writer, I'm uh, working tirelessly behind the scenes to make that nice and fresh for everyone. Uh, I'll also be making some appearances on the show, we have some new segments for you, but this isn't leaving me much time to chat on the Facebook pages, so I promise I'll swing by as soon as I can. Uh, In the meantime, if you haven't been there, be certain to check in with everyone to to discuss the show, it's a a nice bunch of people and uh, we've had fun throwing these ideas around. Right, let's get into this monster podcast for a uh, monster episode. Um... I was going to say how good is Regina King, but uh, I went off on a tangent and, well, you'll get to hear someone else bring that comment to the podcast. So keep an ear out for that. I hope you enjoy. But before we get to it, let's have a little dancing music. Well, I had to have a little nap after that uh, episode and uh, didn't get to have it because I then had to rewatch it again, and then uh, spent two and a half hours trying to do to write this recap without going and then and then this happened and then this happened and right. then this happened and then he's here and then he's there. Yeah. And I still think there's a bit of that. And then we flash back to this,
0: and then we flash back to that, then yeah. we flash forward.
1: Yeah, and now it paid off for everything that we've already seen so far. Look, I feel
0: we've missed a uh, classic. Um, Big Squid, How Good Is Regina King opening. She gets an Emmy for this show, right? This episode. This is the episode. in particular.
2: She's been so good all the way through it. Uh, I reckon top three swearers in TV. Yes. Justin Theroux in The Leftovers knows how to drop a fuck as well. Yeah. Just really good. Uh, But she's been spectacular. And getting to play, you know... Like she's being funny, like she's mm. been really funny. I keep, I keep remembering that moment where Laurie tries to put the hard word on it, and the way mm. she's like, Ooh. "That's right, <laughs> you know, It's a really funny moment. That's my
0: favorite moment of the whole series. But sorry. there was a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. in, there was a lot of it in this episode, and previously when she was on the nostalgia going mm. back. Yeah, and she, when she was flash. Backing yeah. to yeah. when she was Will stringing up Judd or yeah. handing him the rope. Yeah, and on a second watch, you realise she's physically she is Luke Jr. Yeah, oh yeah, she's taking on that like the way she's, she's yeah sitting yeah and same thing in the wheelchair as well. Yeah, yeah, my god. And same thing in this episode, how we're jumping f- from one timeline to the next, and how you see the lighter. Playfulness, yeah, in the the bar, yep. da- first meeting, yeah, ten years earlier. So then, you know, here we yeah. are having our fight. To here yeah. we are now. This is where. I'm in control, right? I'm with Doctor Manhattan, but I'm the one in control. Yeah, because I understand. I understand it all now. I understand I'm more than Doctor Manhattan, you know, which is great. Which is it's. I think it's such and a laid and, and how she's playing
1: all that. You believe? Yeah. Oh yeah, they
0: shot this. They shot this ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like that. What's the movie with the cast? They all came back. Boyhood. With the kid, boyhood. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: right. It's the Boyhood moment. I think you, you nailed it so perfectly because it is that lightness that she brings to this material. Like she, I think it's just such a, this very layered complicated performance where she'll bring so much of the gravitas to it but then in an episode like this or an episode uh, we just talked about the Gene Smart episode where she you know can bring that lightness to it it's like this breath of fresh air and just Mm -hmm. to see this performer have like such these like high dynamic ranges and playing the same character I think and it at every moment it's always believable it's the same character like oh that was out of character for this person this is uncharacteristic for them to do everything she does feels so naturally in that character like in this moment today in this episode the one of the great line readings of this entire series when she's like uh, get up off of that Off the swim pool. pool Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. And it's just like to to You know this is a, a movie A TV series with gods and monsters And superheroes And the stakes are so high To bring this moment in That sounds like a Like a spousal
0: sitcom Kind of thing Or talking to a child stakes. Yes yeah. Like get down off that slide Yeah Get down out of that tree
2: It's uh, yeah. And for
0: it to read To
2: read, it, to read as a
1: real moment Yeah as well as
0: this moment of like
1: really funny broad comedy thrown into this show.
2: Well, that's one of the things that you know you go back to. A lot of these movies get wrong where they forget the the normal parts, mm. and, and it's like um, you know. But it is like is it, it, tri- it
0: should. It should be, um, honey. I zapped the kids. That's right. what. That's what this episode yeah. is.
2: Yeah, yeah. In many ways, yeah. The um, you go back to the Richard Donner Superman mm. where he catches Lois Lane and he says, yeah. "Don't worry, I've got you," mm-hmm. and she's like. Yeah, you got you know, me. They, Who's got you? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a really kind of it's a funny moment, but it's a natural. Th- that's what you would say. You would say yeah. something along mm-hmm. those lines, and this is great. Like he, he, every time he zaps off, mm. and she's just so fucking angry. Yeah, like she's just like, "What are you doing?" You yeah. know, it's just she's just been like, it's like but I can't that, even yeah, say um, she's good anymore because it's beyond good.
0: Yeah, and uh, I apologize for my pronunciation. Yaya yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen. Yeah. The second, because if you had a name like that, you would pass yeah. it on word You forward. got it. Without a doubt. Yeah. I'm his devastated <laughs> I'm not his son. I could have been the sh- third. <laughs> the shift between him as Cal, mm. and especially when you get the recap at the start of the episode, yeah. of him yeah. saying, my name's not John, it's Cal. And he's yeah. always had this lightness of touch yeah. with the character, as, as big and as strong as he is. Yeah. And it's yeah. been referenced quite a lot, especially by Laurie Gunn. He's a... He's, he's a good-looking man. Yeah. He's a, yeah. big, he's a yeah. big bloke. Yeah. It's official. He's a hottie. But he <laughs> but he has been playing this uh, it, this lighter tone to it right. that when he's playing Dr. Manhattan, it's it's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a shift in voice. It's a real change of character mm. that has given me a greater appreciation for him as an actor. Oh, I was really yeah, enjoying so his work. But tonight, again, to sort of see those two sides of, of what he was able to bring was just incredible.
2: I was writing uh, on, on Twitter, like saying, mm. imagine you're that actor knowing that in, you know, seven hours' time, you're about to have that moment yeah. in the mm. series, you know? Because at first, he's, you know, it seems like he's the character there to flesh out.
1: He's Angela. playing the house husband, yeah. you know, a mm-hmm, secondary you know. tertiary role. Yeah. And then for it to be like, oh no, this is the most significant character in the series, you just don't know it yet. Yeah.
0: How much satisfaction did you get? I don't think we've properly spoken yeah. about it when the the reveal came. It was... I, I, as I said to you during the week, <laughs> I felt sad that there was nobody here... <laughs> Yeah, when well, that moment happened to, sh- to sh- and then you moment. had to do the podcast by yourself. <laughs> I, you couldn't even celebrate with anyone but yourself. Which always- is all, which is all you need. <laughs> yeah. Which as, is all uh, you need. As
2: someone who never knew his father and was raised as an only child, I have to be honest it actually turned out perfectly for me. <laughs> It was meant to be Doing a podcast by myself but Full ha-
1: disclosure Hammo did
0: call me that day He's like I, I knew it I told you I Man, was right I got you, so excited you, yeah. know,
2: you know what it is, is And by the way There's things that we've It was either you know,
0: that or TOFA. As she said into the house I was yeah. like Maybe it's TOFA. Yeah. Maybe it was all the, for your sake mm-hmm. I was very pleased Oh
2: yeah And uh, look It was What it makes me excited about Is from A writer's point of view mm-hmm. You know Writing your own things It's like Oh, I tapped into something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you see a comedian that could never have seen you perform who has a high profile and you've got a similar style joke. Rather than get upset about it, it's like, oh well, I'm hitting the rhythms of yeah. that joke mm-hmm. or that story, and that makes you, you know, kind of gives you a bit That's of that
0: validation. It's nice, yeah.
2: Mm. Uh, but you know, it's uh, we found out that, we, and we'll get to it. The Phillips and the Crookshanks weren't who we mm, thought
0: they no, were. No, no, yeah. no. And but, I preferred it too. But it's a similar thing. Last week, when she was running to the house, that was as she's running in. the first, that I just was f- fist pumping the air, going, "It's Cal! It's Cal!" And then went, wait a minute, that's kind of too obvious. Maybe it's mm. the red herring and then wait, it's Topher because he was building yeah. the yeah, Doctor yeah. Manhattan mansion, yeah. among other things. And same thing tonight at the risk of pulling a Manhattan and jumping to and fro. But the the ending of this ends with a tragedy, yeah. which at first we think, oh, yeah, because she hits him over the head with a hammer. Mm. Yeah. Only to realise, oh, no, it's when she goes outside. Mm. Yeah. And before he gets you know, obliterated with the particle accelerator thing. I sat there going, oh, wait a minute. No, maybe she... I, I turned to yeah. my wife as we were watching. It. I said, they don't kill her off. We're one episode. Yeah. Out. Don't tell me she gets killed off. Oh, maybe right. that's the tragedy. That's it's the tragedy. He knows. Right. We think we're in the know going, oh, it's uh, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, of course, you, you get smashed over the head with a hammer. And it's like, no, 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 she gets shot. Yeah. I love that the show holds you in that moment for just long enough that you're thinking maybe they do Mm. oh yeah i
2: do like that they hammered home the point by (laughs) literally hammering him in the face um let's get into this uh, recap uh for a god walks into a bar in 2009 in vietnam it is simultaneously the night people celebrate vvn and angela alone Commemorates the. Oh, I fucked that up. I've uh, I fucked it up right from the start. Let's do that again. Uh, and let's not cut this. I want it to feel real. It's two and, uh, and a half hours you took uh, to do this. Uh, uh, two and a half hours to do this <laughs> recap, and I fucked it already. A uh, god walks into a bar. It, it's two thousand nine in Vietnam. It is simultaneously the night people celebrate VVN, and Angela, sitting alone, commemorates the anniversary of her parents' death. She's approached by a man in a suit wearing a blue Dr. Manhattan mask. He brings two beers to the table and requests that Angela has dinner with him tomorrow night. She's reluctant at first, but when he reveals he knows why Angela sits alone, she lets him join her. Angela is convinced that someone at the police precinct where she works told this stranger about her parents, but this is incorrect. He informs Angela that she told him. Not now, but in about 20 minutes. Angela wants to know how this could be so, and the stranger explains that he is in fact the real Dr. Manhattan. Angela is dubious but decides to play along. John explains that he's not on Mars, that he is in fact on Europa creating life. He also explains that the way he experiences time, that he is simultaneously in the bar and on Europa Mm -hmm. creating this life. In 1985 on Europa, he creates a world in the shadow of Jupiter. He creates life and then teleports a manor there from Earth. This manor has meaning for John as it is the place that his Jewish, Jewish father took him as a young boy to escape the Nazi rule in Germany. In 1936, the young John walks about the manor and inspires the people who own the manor, making love. Later, they sit him down and explain that what they are doing is very natural and they are attempting to create life. They give John a copy of the Bible and the lady of the manor asks John for a promise that one day he must create something beautiful. Seventy years later, he fulfills the promise and creates life in the form of the man and woman of the manor and lets them live in the original home. Angela wonders why he would leave this Garden of Eden and he explains it was so he could meet her because he's in love with her. Angela is sceptical. They've just met but John explains that there's a moment, a moment where he fell in love. It's just a moment she hasn't experienced yet. Mm. Angela, still not believing who she is talking to, reveals that she hates Dr. Manhattan because he helped Nixon win the war against Vietnam. That moment led to insurgents killing her parents. Dr. Manhattan is shocked to learn this news, but Angela is confused. Didn't John already reveal that he knew about this date? But as he explains, Angela is only telling him now, 20 minutes later. John explains that he was trying to be what people wanted and that he regrets his actions. Angela asks if he is, if he is in fact Dr. Manhattan and experiences time all at once. Didn't he know he was going to regret that decision? John agrees, but also poses the question, don't you sometimes still do things you know you're going to regret? Angela can only reluctantly agree. Angela wonders how, if they're going to go out together, how he won't draw focus. John explains that two weeks from now, Angela comes up with an idea. She wants John to live a life, a real life, a life that has a birth certificate and paperwork. We see Angela show John a bunch of dead bodies, dead men who don't have any family that are about to be cremated. They decide to take the body of Calvin Jelani, a man who died alone. Back in the bar, Angela asks how long they're together. John explains it will be 10 years and then it will end in tragedy. Tunnel of Love begins to play on the jukebox and John tells Angela it is her favourite song. She's never heard it before, but this is the moment that makes it her favourite. Six months from now, John and Angela make club. It ends in a fight, a fight that John told Angela would occur, revolving around the way he experiences life. Angela is afraid of where this relationship is heading because she can't see the future. If John experiences life all at once, then he can't feel fear, but this isn't correct. He feels fear, precisely in 1959, when John Osterman was ripped apart and turned into Dr. Manhattan. Angela asks John to leave, and he does. He teleports to Adrian Veidt's ruined home in Antarctica. Adrian and John walk and talk. John is experiencing the moment that he discovers Adrian's plan to teleport an alien squid to New York, but now he watches as Adrian sends baby squids raining down over cities to keep the facade alive. John asks Adrian for help to experience life as a normal human. Adrian has a device that he has planned on using to trap John, a device that would give him amnesia and he would forget who he really was. John takes the device and then gives Adrian what he always wanted, the experience of Utopia, and teleports him to Europa. John returns to Angela with the device, and they decide that once it is in place, they'll travel to Tulsa, where she can still be a cop. Back in Vietnam, Angela is still playing along, and when she asks if they have children, and John says yes, this is another sign that he's wrong. But he explains they adopt children when they move to Tulsa, where she's originally from. She wonders how he can know that, and John explains that in six months' time, she tells him just after the fight. He also confesses he doesn't quite know when they adopt the children because there's a gap in his experience where he can't see what is happening. Six months later, Angela pushes the device into John's head and then we return to the present as Angela removes the bloody device from Cal's head. As John awakens, he's disorientated. Angela attempts to get him up to speed, that they're in Tulsa and he's in danger. John sees the broken clock and remembers the White Knight when they were attacked by the 7th Cavalry. By reflex, John's powers zap the killer away, saving Angela. John is confused and walks outside onto the surface of the pool, worrying the children. He then teleports them away to be with Angela's grandfather. Angela is furious, but John explains that he talked to Will 10 years ago, that he'd visit him just before applying the amnesia device. 10 years ago, John speaks to Will and explains that their lives will become intertwined, that he wants to team up with Will to make certain that Angela will be saved in the future. Will has never heard of Angela, but John explains who she is, a woman who is lost, a woman who wants a family. John talks to Will and Angela at the same time, explaining how it is all relative. Angela asks John to find out how Will knew about Judge Crawford's hidden clan costume and his ties to Cyclops. But when John asks the question of Will ten years previous, he doesn't know who Judge Crawford is. Mm. Angela,
0: <laughs> so good, so good.
2: That was a, like, like, well done. Angela suddenly realises that she may be the one who set all of this into motion, that by asking her grandfather who Crawford was, it inspired Will to go looking into Crawford's life. John reveals to Angela that the 7th Cavalry have surrounded their home, that they have a tachyon cannon that will teleport him away, and then they will destroy him. Angela is furious that John hasn't done anything to protect himself, but he explains that there were more important discussions to be had. Angela wants to stop them, but John explains that they can't stop him. There's nothing they can do. Angela decides she will stop them and arms herself for battle. John explains that this is the moment, the moment he fell in love with her, that when she decides to try and save him, even though she will fail, this is the moment John told her about 10 years prior in a bar in Vietnam. Angela engage- engages with the 7th Cavalry and takes many of them down before being overwhelmed by their numbers. Mm. When all hope is lost, John appears and joins the fight, taking out the remaining members of God, the Cavalry. That was cool. That it was so, so good.
1: good. That's mm. how you do it. Yeah. God, I love a solid pistol. Oh, God (laughs) almighty. Everything about
2: it. I'm going to marry this movie.
1: Uh,
2: Angela believes that they won, but John points out that they didn't, and then one survivor of the cavalry steps up behind and fires the cannon, teleporting John away. Back in the bar, Angela and John continue to talk. Angela has enjoyed the talk, even if she hasn't bought into what is happening, and says she refuses to have a relationship with someone if it is going to end in tragedy. John points out, don't all relationships end in tragedy? John asks her one more time, uh, if she will go and have dinner with him. And she replies, fuck it, why not? Meanwhile, back on Europa, Adrian Vite is tied up and asked over and over if he mm-hmm. will stay. Vite continues to say no again and again, and each time has a tomato pressed against his face. Back in his cell, he reads Max Shea's Fog Dancing when the groundskeeper walks in with a new cake to celebrate his latest anniversary. The groundskeeper explains that he was the first man born on Europa, born in heaven, and why would Veidt want to leave? Vite says that heaven doesn't need him but his children back home on Earth do, and that is why he must leave. Alone, Vite finds a horseshoe baked into the cake and cackling with glee, begins to use it to dig his escape. And I want to throw this out to you. There's been some pushback to the idea that Dr. Manhattan would fall in love, especially when he states he's leaving for another universe, one that's less complicated, and that he might create life. But Dr. Manhattan has always had emotions. Alan Moore stated that he didn't want him to be like Spock. Mm. So isn't this exactly what would happen if you suddenly regained your interest in human life? I think so
1: yeah and I think the way that this uh, that first conversation between them really cleverly puts it is she going uh, is Angela Abar going like is this a Zeus thing where you come down as a swan Yeah. and I think that is such a great way to put it because you know I struggle with the idea of like Oh, why is Doctor Manhattan back? Why does he pick this person in particular out of everyone else in the world? Why does this plot link up like this? But it sets that precedent, where it's like, no, in mythology in storytelling and superhero stories are modern mythology. Yeah, that this there's a precedent for this in the history of storytelling, in the history of mythology, where is uh, the gods coming down and you know interacting with humans yeah, on this Superman level, like Superman and Lois Lane, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, I mean, we still. I don't think we got the answer as to why mm. Angela, which well, is also part of the title, um, A God Walks Into A Bar? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, it was funny. It was uh, originally
2: mm. uh, listed as A Bar. Yeah. Uh, a Bar. Well I, think, well, I think the moment is, isn't it that he sees everything happen at once? Yeah. And so when he sees what she would do for him, even though it's destined to fail, Yeah, that's the moment that he falls in love.
0: And we still don't know what happens to him. Well, I th- yeah, well, he's been teleported away. Which, yeah, well, we've seen him. We've seen him been mm. in in the comics. He gets uh, Vite tries to kill him. Then, yeah, mm. he
2: t- he, p- he pulls him apart. But he says that uh, the first lesson he ever learned was how to reassemble himself, yeah. which is the first thing he does. Well, that's what
0: I'm hoping next week, for just the cardiovascular system yeah. and eyeballs to be walking oh, yeah. around. Start walking yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. That's the code <laughs> of the whole series. That's it it I, really blow people's minds. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: the tough thing to come around on, and, I mean, it's not the first time with us having to deal with this issue with Dr. Manhattan, but it's the first time in a long time where this episode is... S- all about the issue of free will now right? where this is like not a thematic element in this series at all so far the concept of free will but now that Doctor Manhattan has been reintroduced into the story and his whole existence is ordained in the idea that he has literally no free will anymore because he's seen it all everything's already happened for him it's like Billy Pilgrim Slaughterhouse-Five Kurt Vonnegut uh, storytelling and it's brought into this way that's very well realised where it slowly teaches you how to understand his story by cutting back and forth in the timelines
0: and relating everything to each other. In I think parallel. they did a good job of that because I yeah. think for non-comic book readers, mm. there will be the question of, well, why doesn't he just stop it all from happening? Yeah. Or why does he just not go outside? Or why does he just change yeah, the, yeah, the whole are. like the the conversation the comedian has with him in the mm. in the comics. Is that why don't you just turn those bullets into flowers? Yeah. And, and then the woman survives. But, yeah, and I guess, you know, in, in even, you know, re- religious stories, the idea of, yeah. well, if you are the son of God, Jesus, well, why don't you just zap everybody and get yeah. down off that cross? Like, there is always that idea of, well, why don't you just dot, yeah. dot, dot? Why don't you just do that? Well, because I didn't do that. Yeah, because I didn't. Yeah. And because I see the bigger picture where this is necessary. Mm. For he, what comes next, he's always uh, in the comic. He states that we're all puppets. So he can just see the
2: strings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, I, I was reading. Uh, I was reading an article where they talked about it's. It's more like um, if you're watching a movie. Inside the movie, the characters are making choices, but because we can fast forward, mm. we know what the choices are going to be oh. further along. But I, I I agree with you. They did a really good job with this episode because when you do this kind of storytelling in the comic, there's. For us, they're static panels on a page, yeah. and so you can let your eyes run oh, over them yeah. in whatever direction that you want. And uh, I was—I've uh, got some stuff a little bit later about the, the editing of mm, this mm-hmm. episode. You know, at first they're kind of the flashbacks that you're used to seeing in yeah. comics, but some of them are really so sharp that mm. it's like, oh, I'm back here. And it kind of gave you that sense of yeah. how he's experiencing time, but
0: they they really are mirroring the way it was done in the yeah. comics, the yeah. way yeah uh, in the the doctor the Doctor Manhattan origin issue, yeah. yeah, where it's all of that, and here I am, you know, we're having this conversation in you know yeah nineteen whenever, but now here we are having that conversation now, and then I c- I'm cutting to this time and then yeah. that time, and as we jump around, you feel like it makes more sense there, or it does make sense there, because of the linear way that, like you say, the panels um, are structured on the page. Yeah. That, to me, would feel like it's more difficult to then depict Mm. on a television show. When you realise, well, the flashback is one of the most used tropes in in any kind of of storytelling but the way that they they did it the same way as the comic does with the voiceovers coming in and and linking so it doesn't feel like it's a harsh cut Mm. was really superbly done
2: and uh, the you know holding up the the device you know when it goes into his head and coming back you know those transitions Yeah, I feel like this is the episode that Damon Lindelof has been working towards all his career because I remember watching The The Constant Constant. yeah Yeah. and it was Mm -hmm. like that was when I knew, oh, uh, this guy's Red Watchmen. Yeah. He's, he's a Watchmen <laughs> fan. And uh, I feel like he's been um, he's been getting towards this. He's been working towards this. And it, it makes me love Lost even more. Because it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, here's, mm. here's where I'm working on this. Yeah. And here's the leftovers where, you know, that's got some pretty crazy transitions yeah. and stuff like that. And now
0: this I've, is... I've practised enough that now I'm ready to do it with the actual source material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't allowed. fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
2: gave it a crack and then I got I think, really I think I've got this now. I think I know <laughs> how this works yeah. now. Yeah, it's amazing. Um,
0: it's Can I th- just quickly point out, I don't know if you, we'll get to some of the direction and stuff later, mm. but um, uh, two things at this early stage as we're dealing somewhat chronologically with, with them first meeting in the bar. Yeah. One of my first takeaways was the shot. Uh, of Dr. Manhattan picking up the Dr. Manhattan mask, yeah, Yeah. which, looking back, was one of the iconic shots from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Which, the idea that they would show something so pivotal... Right. And so close to the end game. So close to the end is not the norm. yeah, Not the norm whatsoever. Well, they
2: did such a clever thing where, because it looked like it was... The way the trailer was edited, it looked Mm. like it was at that... Carnival. Exactly. And so yeah. then, so at first, like bef- before we knew what the carnival bit was, was uh, the 7th Cavalry going to do something yeah. at the carnival and that's going to bring him down. And then that was like, oh no, that was yeah. well, that
0: 1985. M- such an audacious decision to go, no, let's put that yeah. in. And, yeah. and knowing that people are going to this thing. It. yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right. Oh. Um,
1: and especially that... people like figuring out that it was uh, Yaya in there because he's they could they traced his knuckle pattern to the oh, guy we, to the person wearing the Doctor Manhattan makeup. Wow, in the scene we're like, yeah, those are the same knuckles.
0: Jeez, <laughs> they've done well. So that and the the shots <laughs> where we didn't we didn't see his. Uh, face obviously clearly you can tell from the back of the head and Mm. the ears it's the same actor the whole way through however something about all of those shots looking up through an empty beer glass yeah Yeah. just was so captivating Mm. I don't know if there was a message there that I wasn't receiving
2: well the beer um, the beer kind of goes back to him uh, in the comic is him uh, there's meeting Janie and he, sure. he hands the beer over yeah. and their hands touch
0: kind of thing. Uh, also, but the literal looking through the glass, the yeah. empty glass of the beer was interesting. Oh yeah. It's just, yeah and exactly. it, we, we, we came back to it a lot. It was just yeah. a very interesting choice. Well, you know, I, saw, I liked it because it was also like, you know, this is a God among us.
1: We dare not look at him kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, yeah. was just like, I, I found that very, yeah. there's a lot of that in mythology yeah.
2: as well. A lot of that. And also I saw, uh, I, briefly skimmed an interview with the director, uh, Nicole uh, Castle. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Um, And uh, she was saying that, you know how they're kind of trying not to do anything from the comic? Yes. You know, like even the big squid, you know, is done in a way that is unlike Mm. uh, the graphic novel. And the idea was that Dr. Manhattan is such an important character That you would probably have an idea in your head of what he would be, Mm. so we're not going to mess with that. Yeah. So we're going to shield him for all of this stuff, and then and then once he's kind of cow, that's you know that's kind of where it segues into. But even there,
0: what what are the one of the greatest pieces of colorblind casting? Mm. Oh yeah. To have Doctor Manhattan. Like, if he's blue, who has to say the actor underneath is Caucasian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. like that's just... <laughs> great moment. I, I just applaud everybody involved in this. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah everything about it. And it'll, it'll upset people as well, and it'll upset the, the right people, as in yeah. the people that are wrong. So that makes <laughs> me very really happy. The 7th Cavalry. Yeah, yes, 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 yeah yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Um, great moment with Adrian Veidt, where he's the mm. one explaining appropriation to... <laughs> 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 that's great. Crazy Adrian Veidt. Um, Is this the most romantic episode of television you've seen for a while? Even if the beautiful moment of falling in love is when Angela is
0: loading up with firearms. Um. <laughs> look, those moments where you look at so, yeah. anyone in your life and say, "God, I love you," and it can be sometimes it's the weirdest, yeah, you know, the weirdest thing. Yeah, um, I think it was very like, sensual and romantic between
1: them. It almost felt like a one-car Wai film, like in the mood for love or something. Right. Like especially with the cinematography, like the way that. They're kind of hiding and showing weird shots of Doctor yep. Manhattan, but I think it's like that kind of like that slow building romance, this kind of out of sequence romance. It was very, it was uh, alluring because the power dynamic kept on changing between
0: them. Oh yeah, and especially uh, it just goes to show like he, I've always seen Doctor Manhattan yeah. as being a bit of a player. Yeah, he has. Oh yeah, at he, least three really?
1: three yeah. partners. Yes, as far as we know, or three now.
2: Wait, three now. Well, I did... Well, it's funny that you say that because... Uh, and I will mm. fast forward a little bit, which no, is No, we've got three,
0: because wait, because when he's in the minute man, he's already got his... He's well, he's, he's, he's got Janie, and then yeah. he's got Laurie. Janie, Laurie, and now Angela. Yeah. Angela. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So this
2: is one of my uh, squid bits is... Um, but where? it always
0: made me wonder, geez, what is it about just that apart from the fact he's walking around with his penis out? And I'm sure we will get to that later. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, just to see him,
2: a lot of d- very different colored wangs. In, in full this... in full yeah. mode. Yeah,
0: I just thought that it's it's he, he's pitch perfect when it comes to pick up lines. And, yeah, and just being and just steady as she goes and made it through. But he's it's like it's it's.
1: I think it's like the. Maybe the humor of this character, or the the funny side of it, where yes, he is like this, like all powerful godlike character in this world, but he does have a taste like Zeus for younger women, and that's oh, right. like always that's what true. he's been about.
2: Well, that, uh, this was this was one of my squid bits. If John experiences life all at once, is he essentially cheating with Cheney, Laurie, and Angela? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes.
2: But I don't want to ruin it because I found it really romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but it time must moves be, it, nearly yeah, early for relationships. Yeah, it must be that
0: weird thing of like if you are forever. Yeah. Mm. Like just watching the, the people around you come and go. Well,
2: that's why he becomes so removed from humanity because of it's course. also while he's having a really good time with Angela, he's mm. also experiencing himself being ripped apart. And he's yeah. also yeah. experiencing... As, at, the, at the boy. moment
0: you are meeting is also the moment you are experiencing your breakup. Yeah. yeah. Which is also the, uh, the scene where they have the fight where he's saying, this is it. And it's obviously come up so much when, when her first reaction is, well, we're not going to fight because I'm going to keep this light and yeah. breezy yeah. and we're going to talk about something else. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, we're, we're, we're going to fight and, and we're actually in the fight right now. <laughs> She's like, no, we're not. We're not fighting. What are you talking about? We're not yeah. fighting. And then it's like, no, it's like in ten seconds we're we're in the fight. And then uh, because you're about to say, yeah. And then in unison, don't tell me what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then boom. And then it it escalates. Yeah. It's it's like flash paper. It just goes up. And yeah. it's it was beautifully mm. done. And yeah. to go, yeah, this is it. And that would drive you oh, insane. insane. It's always that age yeah. old question. Of would you want to know your future? Would yeah. you want to know your fate? Yeah. If the outcome was you die tomorrow, would you want to know that so you can make the most of today? Yeah. Or would you rather just go out and live life without that spectre of yeah. a ticking clock? Yeah. Forever over your shoulder. It's it's it was marvelously done.
2: Ben Elwood and I just uh, recorded the podcast for chapter ten. Mm. Uh. Or yeah, chapter ten, and uh, that's the one where. John takes uh, Laurie to Mars to uh, right. yeah. see if she can convince him to come back and save humanity. And there's there's great moments in that where he says, uh, "We're about to walk upstairs," and we're, she says, oh, "I'm not following you upstairs." Yeah, yeah. And the next panel says, <laughs> on the start, John, you know, and, then, <laughs> and follows him upstairs. It's um, he good acting as well in that in a lesser actor's hands that could have been really. Just a bit snarky or something, mm. but he's, yeah, it's just so would, matter of
0: fact. He he's always walked that fine line. The character of Doctor Manhattan, of yeah. just being an egotistical dick, you know. Because how how can you not be, yeah. you know, or just smug? But I always thought he was written well enough that no, you just realize no, that's just he's he's just this, he's a character when you know all and see all. There are no surprises, yeah. And so right. therefore, you just have this. That's your baseline. You're just a big. Bit like, I know, I know. I've always know.
2: found him. He's always been. He's actually always been my favorite character because I've always found him to be uh, incredibly tragic to be this powerful and yeah. not have an inability to do anything within that. You know, like be be able to do everything, but also know when something's going to happen and have to follow it through. Mm. That's why um, I like this. The the ten year black spot and the inability to know exactly how the romance will unfold it's probably the first time that you know john's really painfully human yeah and he's still going into the relationship as well even though he Mm -hmm. knows how it will end yeah he doesn't know what's going to happen for the next 10 years yeah because he's because he can't see that
0: makes you wonder like is that a liberating thing for him or is it a terrifying thing for him
2: yeah 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 well, He's he's a bit You know When he sees the device And he can't quite work out What it is Because of the Tachyon particles yeah. You know And there's a bit of him That's like Oh You know Oh this is full on What's this <laughs> You know uh, The the line of uh, Don't all relationships End in tragedy Is fantastic as well
0: <laughs> it's, it's pretty bleak But I had to think about it And went Nah oh, yeah, right, yeah you're right Yeah Even, even if you're together For 80 something years Like yeah. someone's gotta yeah. go
2: Yeah So yeah Um <laughs> It's uh but the part of the beauty of that is is that you still do it anyway. Yeah. So yes. that's anyway. I loved everything about this. <laughs> um, really <no. laughs> Um Over the course of the Vietnam part of the story, we've seen Dr. Manhattan perceived as a hero. Then in young Angela's time we've seen his mural defaced to look like a demon. Yeah. And then with grown up Angela the mural is defaced with a halo and an enormous penis is this just a commentary on Dr. Manhattan or is this also a metaphor for what happens to most people we look up to? We love them, we hate them, and then eventually we just think they're a bit of a cock.
0: <laughs> I think it's absolutely the latter. I don't know that anybody's come away unscathed <laughs> from humanity's ups and downs of whether you, yeah. whether you, you know, oh, I, I liked Dr. Manhattan before he was signed to a major label, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when you know, the Nixon label. Yeah, Nixon yeah, records.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, Something fascinating about that line of, haven't you ever have you ever done something even you know it's... Oh, yeah. But also there was just
0: this beautiful trap that was laid. You Mm. you said yes to something that you knew you were going to regret. And she's like, yeah, of course. And he's gone, so, we're going on this date. Yeah. 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 That's my life. Got her. Yeah.
2: She was so good. And, you know, (laughs) she was just so good the way she just played all of that. Like, the the Regina King's Mm. acting is just... Out of control, yeah. where it also
0: it has to be believable. You yes. have to believe that when he sits down and she's saying, Can't you tell him a cop? and you think that's going to work, yeah. And then the, the cynic in her saying, Okay, this is a setup, yeah. And then as she slowly starts to come around to, Okay, well, if you are Dr. Man <laughs> let's just say you are, yeah. yeah, where's your glow or why are you wearing that mask, all yeah. that sort of stuff. She, if she's too standoffish for too long, when she finally, by the end of the, the conversation, is saying, yeah, let's, let, well, let's go out. Let's yes. go yes. on this date that I immediately said no to. And yeah. the whole way along, I've just been shooting down every theory you have that says you know who I am. I've never even heard that song in my life. How yeah. can that be my favorite song? If she then suddenly switches at the end too abruptly... You just it would it would not ring true to her character or to our our enjoyment of her. Yeah. But the fact that again it's ebbing and flowing between timelines, yet it the 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 pace at which Regina King is playing that it's just it just slowly simmers to the boil at the end. Yeah. And then and it's it's beautifully done. Yeah. And which makes it so believable that you go yeah of course you would of course you would sit there going. I think this could be Doctor Manhattan, and and even if it is, I'm going to go. Who I blame for my parents' death? Yeah, right. Which is why I am here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go on a date. Yeah. Sure. I'm intrigued. Let's see what happens. Yeah. It's so good.
1: She's so good. She is so. Um, I'm going to watch Moonlight when I get home again. Oh. I'm on Moonlight. Uh, the if Bill Street could talk, if Bill Street could talk, yeah. yeah. God,
2: that was so good. I got the soundtrack. Oh man. <laughs> oh
1: man. Then I'm going to watch everything. Just everything. Just everything. <laughs> yeah, just everything. That <laughs> all do. at once. Just all at like once. Like John. Yeah. yeah. Manhattan style, baby. Um,
2: <laughs> part of the brilliance of this episode is that we, as the viewer, know the future for Angela. So when John speaks of it, we know he's telling the truth. We then watch Angela be uncertain, but we also know the pain that made her who she is in this moment, as all these stories are occurring at once for people who can perceive mm. their time removed from their world. So did the writers let us experience a little of how John experiences life? Yeah. Is, that, is that why we don't see John's face? Because were John's face? Were John oh, wow. experiencing life yeah. at, in all of those different moments? And that's why once we catch up, then we can see him as, mm. as Cal.
0: Yeah, you're right, and I think you raised this point last week as well. When, when Angela says to him, "We're in trouble, baby." Yeah, it is straight down the barrel yeah. of the camera. Yeah, where his us. POV basically, yeah, 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 which suggests that even all of this we're seeing as his as his literal memories. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, that's uh, I think I said in uh, the
2: podcast that reminded me of uh, the moment in Grant Morrison's Animal Man where he discovers he's a character in a comic book, and you turn the page, and he's looking out for the page mm. going. You know, saying I can see you. Yeah, and it's like, it's such a weird thing. You be like, oh, I guess this fictional character can see me, and in many ways, that was her sort of saying, you know, things are about to get dark. Well, I actually found this episode to be a little bit depressing because yeah. of uh, because it's kind of beautiful and it, and it is a romantic story, and I was just you know I suddenly <laughs> you know I know it's a silly TV show about a uh, fictional superhero. Types, but you know I want things to work out for yeah. Angela <laughs> I want things to work out for John and to have her end on that spot was you know it ends you know they give us a happy ending yeah. to the episode they give us a happy ending yes. by telling us the moment that she says yeah fuck it I'll yeah. go and all, all stories yeah. end in tragedy so if you want a happy ending you just have to choose the the best moment Tell and that's out the order. moment where she says yeah. yes so they did give us a happy ending but you still sort of sit there and you go Ah, oh, you know he's yeah. always he's already been a bit of a tragic character. I wonder how this is going to play out from here.
0: Because also you're you're rooting for them the whole way, and yeah. when, when the reveal came last episode, that Doctor Manhattan is walking amongst us, yeah. and oh by the way, the inference being, he's, and he's in your house. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're not saying who
0: is it. You're not yeah. asking. And as yeah. she's racing home, the the first. Um, the first idea I had was that oh she's just this is just a, a realization mm. she's had right as opposed to oh shit they, <laughs> she they, knows what he does caught yeah right and that power shift in her suddenly going okay you don't remember uh, this is going to be she breaches for a hour <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah this is going to be really bad I'm so sorry we talked about this we always knew this day would come yeah, yeah. and just how she suddenly the status just shifted we mm. think oh. Miss in, yeah, in, she's the one who has all of the knowledge here and it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Had not had s- the biggest ace up her sleeve. Yeah. yeah. So then to think, right, we're well, now here with the two of them together <laughs> and yeah. away we go. The tragedy of... And then it's ripped away so quickly. I reckon... And then you get in between the whole love story of, yeah. how, of how this came to be. Yeah. yeah. It's very tragic.
2: I think the... Uh, once again, I think the lessons of Lost uh, have been applied beautifully in the leftovers and then and then to the next nth degree mm. in that there is a hive mind there is the, the whole world watching the show getting together and throwing ideas around yeah. so you know what they're going to do they're going to pick out your twist cuz if you gonna get if, it right? if yeah. you don't put if you don't put in hints yeah. when the twist comes you don't believe it because you, it's you, come you out of you've nowhere. cheated the story yeah. yeah so the trick is okay no worries you're gonna get the twist, that's fine. Yeah. But what you're not gonna get is how the twist is gonna play out. Mm. And so for us it's like, Oh yeah, we worked out that Cal had the potential to be Doctor Manhattan, yeah. but I had no idea that she knew. Yeah. And she and so said that he didn't. Yes. Yeah. So Yeah, he didn't. That's yeah. the other big part of so, it. So yeah. so that's how you keep us engaged and I think that's what lesser shows do. Yes. Where you work out the twist, and then the twist happens, and they go, and you go, oh, no, I already worked that or out." Or yeah.
0: it's just you—you've worked out what the twist is, and they say, "No, it's—it's it's avocado." Yeah, and you're like, "Why?" Because you didn't think it was going to be avocado. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't didn't make any sense. Your yeah, expectations? But, it, but we Yeah, yeah. Right? didn't, <laughs> didn't see we that subvert coming. them? <laughs> didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> so true, and that's why Game of Thrones fell over at the end. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, <there> sometimes <laughs> just give people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Give people what they want, and then do something within it. Yeah. To, absolutely. To twist it around. Absolutely. Um, uh, I need. We need to talk about the penis in the room. Which one? <laughs> it was. <laughs> like, okay. So yeah. So many wangs. Now that's what I would. That's what I so would subtitle wings. this season.
2: <laughs> and so many different coloured wangs as well.
0: I will say it seems like there's been a lot of jokes about Doctor Manhattan's mm. penis over the years. Yeah. And the reality is, I think for his size and proportion, it's probably about right. Yeah. Often you refer to it as being big just because he can physically make himself the size of a five-story building.
2: Right. That's a big wang.
0: (laughs) But tonight we saw a big dick. Yeah. I, uh, as a a little peek behind the curtain, I I watched with my wife. Yes. She had uh, a question and a comment. (laughs) Right. As is often the case after my daughter's um, show and tell at Kinney. <laughs> <laughs> any questions or comments? So her question, <laughs> she, her question was um, uh, uh, having not read any of the comics. Right. It was the inevitable, mm. well, why doesn't he just dot, dot, dot? Yeah. So I had to explain that to her. But the comment was, you know, the the first full frontal shot as he walks in. And there was just a slight... Pause as neither of us said anything because mm. you were
2: so shocked how small it was. Because that's I was what just, I was thinking. So I was just that's like, what really? I was thinking. You I mean, you'd, you'd show <laughs> that's that <embarrassing>. on camera.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Oh and my star! I just looked at. <laughs> it was two words. I just looked at her and I went, "Wow." Yeah. And she looked at me and went. Terrifying. Oh right, <laughs> and that's when I felt good about myself. <laughs>
2: that's like that's up there with. Uh, I went Sometimes with, you need to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went with a friend to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. and. Uh, she had a um, uh, a box of popcorn, not a euphemism, between her legs. <laughs> and that moment where Brad Pitt takes off his shirt, yeah. I just heard her go, oh. And I heard, and then I heard her... Popcorn heard, spray all no, over the cinema. No, it was, no, was, no, was funny because it was subtler than that. <laughs> I just heard them just get a little crunch like that. <laughs> as, her, as her legs constricted, and she went, oh. And then it was like, yeah, that's fair enough. I was the one who threw the popcorn everywhere. I was like, this is too much. This is too handsome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He is uh, a really good actor and super handsome, and yeah. he's got it all going on.
0: Man, I never realised how impressive his chest was either. There was yeah. a little oh, bit of, yeah. in that too, just go, that's a man, it's a man who lifts...
2: He's got a superhero chest Yeah It's perfect
1: I'd only ever seen him As Black Manta In the Aquaman film Before this Yeah Oh Yeah right. And I liked him a lot In that And that's a movie That right. I have a lot of there time for yes. <laughs> Weirdly yeah. I'm not a big superhero guy But I love the Aquaman film Because it's insane you got to It is a weird you've Visual an experience you got octopus Playing yeah. a freaking bongo Come yeah, on they, That's made for me They, they have into
0: a, tax, into a taxi horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They,
2: they leaned into it Being batshit crazy
1: Yeah And I think I'm Now I'm really curious To see what he's going to do because I feel like this alone is like a huge jump up from, you know, the tertiary villain in an Aquaman film. Yeah. But even to be playing like the iconic character from this iconic property that's in yeah. the 100 Greatest Novels Ever Written, to be playing the iconic character from that. And the only other thing I know he's got coming is he's, he's in the Candyman legacy sequel from Jordan Peele right. uh, coming oh, okay. out next oh, okay. year. Right. And I don't know, I know that the original I, actor plays Candyman's coming back, but I'm like, I, I love that was literally about so. to say, yeah.
2: fingers crossed he's in a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, So
1: that's great. So Jordan Peele's producing the Candyman film, yeah, but it's right. directed by someone else. Right. And um, I don't know, I, I think I'm excited to see him do whatever he does next now.
0: Well, yeah, like I said, I was so, so impressed with what he did With the role Yeah Yeah. He didn't just play it Straight laced Which at the risk of going there again is probably what was wrong with the, the, the film, the Zack mm. Snyder film. I think Snyder I think never was just a little, little bit too. Oh, he's just, he's just a stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I you think get nothing out. And It's and a not- good performance from Billy Crudup, but yes. I think
1: Snyder just doesn't know how to utilise this character. And I think utilising the character the way that it is in the comic books is the wrong, the wrong way to do it. Yes. I think you need to have this episodic format to just have an episode where you're like, okay, now we live as this character. And, you know, even the movie is so closely... Uh, an adaptation of the comic book right. but it doesn't have that issue by issue feeling or chapter feeling the comic book has. It's a very um, it's a very uh, strong in its monotonous that film where he's like this yeah. synthesized plot. Yeah. It's, the, it's like the four act structure you don't have those little episodic chapters so to have a, a an episode of this series where it's just from his perspective yeah. is something that we've not had in a in a live-action storytelling format before. And I think this being more just going like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do Slaughterhouse-Five with this character (laughs) (laughs) to kind of like give you the idea of how this brain works and this feeling of being unstuck in time, to quote that that novel, I think it's just a way for us to finally understand this character on a deeper level or to... Uh, Like, in the the comic book does a great job of introducing us to him, but this is the first time where I'm like, oh, I'm empathising with Dr. Manhattan. I'm seeing the world through his his perspective now.
2: I always empathised from, like, issue four when he first goes to Mars. Mm. But I I, I see exactly what you mean. Yeah, Because
1: I think the comic allows us to empathise with this John Osterman. But I don't think it allows us to empathise with Dr. Manhattan. Well,
2: yeah, because by the time we join the story, he's already removed... from like his yeah, his story arc is that he reconnects. Yes. So yes, I see what you mean.
1: And then using this, this uh this way of him being unstuck in time to kind of I think speak to trauma in this way where yeah. it's like Yes, he is like this all powerful person, he's very privileged in that regard, yet the thing that really defines him, apart from his love of romance, he's all, like this softy for romance. Is that he is constantly experiencing his trauma. Yeah, I think that's a way that I've not seen uh, trauma be depicted in this, like this sense of PTSD in and, film. And, before. and so
2: much of this has been about trauma and the yeah. trauma
1: that's passed down and the trauma that yeah, you continuously
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. experience. And he is literally, yes, physically experiencing it. And all when the he time. when he
0: says that to her, yeah and she almost takes offense like you can't keep saying that and yeah. he's trying to say but but you don't understand mm. it's as new for me now yeah. as as, as it I was, was it, at the moment yeah it's yeah. happened yeah that's that, that's a hard a very difficult concept to wrap your head around for yeah. Mm. Yeah, the average hu- human who lives their life in a very linear fashion and the yeah. idea that time heals all wounds mm. right what if that wound never it never heals it's always an yeah. open wound it's that's, just it's it's, well, it's it's a positively horrifying thought and God, you, i you, love you, this show i love hanging out with you fellas <laughs> oh yeah i know
2: <laughs> the only bad thing about this series is that it
0: finishes next week and yeah. uh,
2: you know what i might just start writing my own episodes and we'll uh i'll do yeah like adrian there's Vine. always
0: there's always those great shows <laughs> yeah. that, that do a short run anyway no it's good it's good but uh, this is part, part of, of me that's like uh, if you if you yeah. went against your own rules and said look it's done well. We're going to do another one. We're just going to do it fal- again in reverse. I wouldn't fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just going to air them back out yeah. of sequence.
1: Yeah. I'll but be it, able to yeah. up for that. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's like the, that's what they did with The Leftovers. It was yeah. all done. And then they went, you can come back. And they went, oh, yeah, we've got a story. And then they said, you can finish it. And they went, oh, yeah, yeah. we can finish yeah, this. Sure. So, you know.
1: I will tell you. I watched the for the first time I watched the what's on next week on Watchmen, like the preview. Oh, oh okay. yeah. And it was great because it didn't tell me jack shit. Like I didn't I had no <laughs> idea what it was saying. But in it for the first time they said season
0: finale instead yeah. of series finale. Oh, okay. Interesting because they use that's where we've adopted the the seasons mm. from is is the states for yeah. for those who yeah. are listening overseas a very British-Australian thing is, yep. to, is to go from ye- each, year each, to year yeah. as a series. And we've mm. called them uh, col- colonies. Each, yes. so each season is a colony. Here. <laughs> so the a colony idea of, of a, a series finale would be like, yeah, this is the last episode of Breaking mm, yeah. Bad ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whereas for us, that used to be like, oh, it's uh, just six know.
1: episodes of One Foot in the Gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got We've got back another one next year. year. <laughs> so, um, um,
0: so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if if that's how they look at it. I'm still looking at what we have left. Oh, I've got a, I've got a. Thing Where do that, we think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh,
2: I'll finish off this little mm-hmm. bit uh, sure, in a sec, but it. I've got a whole bunch of things I want to find out. Which is the Excellent. one you're looking forward mm-hmm. to? Sure. I have a big question for you though. Why do you think Angela didn't show John the dead black man at first?
0: Yeah, yeah that was really interesting. Right? Almost mm. because... I uh, Look, I'll I, jump I had, in. A, I had a theory, but... You go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <I'm laughs> had, do you want me to go first? Yeah. No, 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 I'm fine. Uh, Allow
2: me, actually. No. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go. You've asked the question.
0: Oh, no, no, no. You go first, because you're a guest. I'll just dive in. I feel <laughs> it was because podcast. she has suddenly... Felt this affection for this guy, yeah. Mm. That it seems is Doctor Manhattan, and I think that part of it has been taken out of the equation for her. She is now seeing the human side of, of John. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think it was her sheepish way of going. I mean, you could kind of choose anyone you want. Like you could choose mm. any of these or that black guy, or you could choose any of these or, or, or that that guy. that i can be seen out yeah. with or right. that, that i personally find attractive or for whatever is and it, that's not to say that was that his his race defines that yeah. right. but for her that's what she deems as he is an attractive man there is not a, a character on this show yeah. that has yeah. a reference at at some point and i will put my vote in for that <laughs> yeah. so it's almost like there's this sheepish embarrassing mm. almost School, school girl feeling of, ah. Oh this is my way of saying that I, I really like you and yeah. could you, you know, yeah. maybe be this guy. Can you I... open this dead fella's body, please? Yeah, yeah, if you don't mind. Can you walk into as this body? As opposed to the, <laughs> the weird, creepy old white guy yeah. that I took out first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you did
1: choose that one. Like, okay, thanks. I yeah, guess I'm, sure. I'm okay. married to Wallace Shawn <laughs> for the next 10 <laughs> <Yeah>. years.
2: <laughs> this is great. Now I see why this ends in tragedy because I can't keep up this
1: pretense anymore. longer. Sister Knight, this is yeah.
0: inconceivable.
1: <laughs> uh, what's think- your... What's What's
0: your take on it?
1: Alexi? I was going to say that I think this is interesting because um, this series is so. uh, You know, its main thematic element is the element of race in America in the 20th and 21st century. And I think that, you know, this moment, it calls for. A long discussion between these two characters of why and why he should not uh, choose between playing to, to embodying the body of uh w- this one man of color or these three men uh, who are uh, of of white skin and I think that it's I think that it's bold of this moment. Uh, to not go into that conversation, to not have to put it all out on the page right. by going like, okay, here's a conversation why you shouldn't be this because it's going to be a harder life for you. It's going to be a harder right. life for us in this. And I think that it uh, by not doing that, you know, it allows us to have that conversation or allows us to have that conversation in our head because the series is already about that. You don't need to color this moment yeah. in that because we're already conditioned over these 8 episodes to be having those conversations to be having those grappling moments throughout this entire series. So I think that Yeah, that's the it's difference, a bold sorry, moment, yeah. but it's um it didn't it didn't need to have it. Well,
2: that's the difference between someone preaching yes. and someone telling a story. Yeah. And they, and they avoided preaching.
1: Because the, the the idea's already been placed in your head like a little silver ball bearing. You don't need to... <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be... Uh, uh, I think the moment's there without the conversation being there already. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's... I, I agree with both of those. And I, I would also just throw in... Uh, she just... You know, he was once white and she just mm. thought of him as white and yeah. didn't even, you know, at first yeah. maybe possibly think that he would want to be. Yeah. You know? Sure. That's so, a really interesting take. But sure. I think all, I feel like all of this is in play. Yeah. I, I, felt, I thought that was just such a fascinating mm. moment in yeah. the show that just kind of, you know, I think, happened.
0: It, I think uh, not having read anything on this, but it feels to me like it has been done for that reason. It's it's probably one of those things as, a, as an actor, you would read that in the script and say, right, what's my motivation for this? Yeah. yeah and it would be well that's up to you. Yeah. And I think for the for the viewer it would be the same thing. It's it's intentional. Yes. Yeah. But the intent is this. Get people talking, get people thinking, get people questioning. Yeah. There is no right answer to it. No. Other than yeah, it's it's just a choice that she made, but what it does is is initiate conversation. Yeah. That isn't that isn't going to be too difficult for people to have. Yeah. No. yeah. But I think also because I think one of the guys was was Asian, was like Vietnamese or something, wasn't I, he? I think so. I feel like he was. might have been the first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was that as well. Yeah. That it kind of it wasn't just like oh, it's all white guys and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then and then a black guy.
2: It's um, it's interesting to think that we've taken the first character and the most powerful character from the graphic novel, and they at some point are having, you know, what a what a superhero stories fond of. The team up. Yeah. So we got the team up, especially the team up, of, you know, uh, across generations. Yeah. And then they've also, for this series, they're both African American or yeah. both black, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that it's was one real... of the things
0: towards the end, I was just like, oh, this is the moment that you wait for to go right here. They are. They're about to kick ass. Mm. Oh, my God. And as he's rebooting himself. Yeah. And just disappearing, which also gave. Regina King A wonderful Another wonderful platform To start going Oh like rolling her eyes Like Yeah My stupid fucking husband Like why does You know that typical thing Of like we just need to leave Like if it was Me and my wife It would be We're leaving the house And suddenly I go back in Because I've forgotten something Like it happens all all the time Right Drives are insane. It was that type of play of just like, yeah. oh god, now you have to do this. Mm, now yeah. you have to walk in the pool. Now yeah. you have to go upstairs and see the kids. Now pancakes, yeah. pancakes, now pancakes. It's like when he says, "Watch out for the eggs." He just grabs the eggs, smash them. Yeah, it's like, ah, just. yeah. So, so good. when the moment comes where they're both outside and he's just obliterating everybody, right. big shout out to the creators of the show. Like mm. it's so almost good. panel perfect yeah. for yeah. how you expect yeah. to see.
1: Nice and gooey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just the way he puts his hand out, all that kind of stuff. And you just wanted to have that a bit more.
2: Mm. And, you know, they've done this amazing thing where they have, they're all quite clearly, all the creators are quite clearly fans. Uh, I know, like, some of the directors maybe Mm. hadn't read it, but from the writing point of view, they're, they're all fans of the graphic novel. Yeah. But they have done such a great job. Of giving us exactly what we want in a way we didn't realize we wanted it, mm. so of course I want to see Doctor Manhattan at some point Litz kicking people, ass, yeah. But I didn't expect that I would see it as a handsome black man as yeah. him, you know, mm. and uh, yeah, all of it's just
0: been. But then also that your the punishment for you enjoying that is that, is that that's his demise. Yeah. Oh, the I know fact that he has. Well, he's still alive. To go out there. That's true. That's, that's true.
2: You know. Anyway, too, mm. too much hope for, an, for this fictional character. Um, it's very much al- Obi Wan
0: Kenobi strike me down, and yeah. I will just become more powerful. Than oh, you ever so imagined.
2: good! Um, so when Veit says that he knew, and by oh, I, I love the Adrian Veit stuff. Mm. Uh, I like seeing some flashback to Adrian mm. um, in his, you know, sanctum. His you know, yeah. shoot yeah. his goddamn oh. baby squid. Yeah, and
0: there's almost going to be a squid bit for me. Just it's. Like all the screens, like the yeah. whole yeah. set, was exactly what you'd seen from the comics. Panel yeah, perfect. it was, just it hasn't great. been looked yeah. after. He
2: killed all his, you, you know, maybe looked after the place. Is, yeah.
0: <laughs> for me, it kind of had this thing of I would, I, I saw. Jeremy Irons casting for Doctor Who there just the way he was oh, running around yes. flipping all these switches yes. and yeah. panels his outfit that wonderful smoking yes. jacket yeah. pulled up eighty style with the sleeves pulled <laughs> yeah, up yeah. t shirt with just the weird little scarf thing hanging yeah. down it's a good it Doctor Who just I loved it yeah. I loved it but is a John Heard War like, Doctor kind of thing yeah, yeah is. Very like much that, that big casting that is tasty and again from what he's been playing with him yeah you know, uh, in in this utopia yeah. As this this fed up God, yeah, yeah, to then see him which is what he should be at the end of of the stories we hear yeah. from the comics of just yeah, he's this frazzled yeah yeah God, and, and it all this questioning to, did I do the right thing, and it
1: was great to just connect that moment with the comic book where it's like uh, you know he's you, you on a reading you can go like, oh, he's doing a noble thing, he wants to save the world. And it's like, no, no, he wants to be the one to save the world. Yes. He wants the glory. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't get the glory and no. now he's like, I want to be a god.
2: Yeah, and it's like, well, he, he you know, I've got a podcast mm. the for Chapter 11 with Richard Fidel yeah. coming up. And we talk a lot about Alexander the Great. Mm. But, you know, uh, so I won't, you know, get into it too much. But there is the line of, you know, if he bumped into... Uh, Alexander the Great in the halls of heaven yeah. or whatever it is. What would you? What would I have to say? And it's like, well, part of part of being brilliant and being one of these saviors is everyone knows. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's you know made a video and let President yeah. Redford know, and he's you know like he's his ego is like it's it's character beat wise, yeah. it's perfect. Bang on. Yeah. Also,
0: for what we have been under the impression was, oh, he's a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. As this is part of his punishment. And that's not to say <laughs> yeah. that's what the outcome has been here, but. That it has been. It was his choice. He's a prisoner yeah. of his own making. Do you yeah? Do you want to go be the god you always wanted to be on a planet that's full of people who are yeah. just looking to love and worship yeah. somebody, and that somebody could be you.
2: Yeah, and that's why the first cake he gets, he's like, "This is oh, the cake's a bit off." But yes, <laughs> yeah. And by the second, he's doing plays, and by the th- and then it's just deteriorating. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm so sick of this. I've, I've I've loved how bonkers that part of the oh, story has been. It's like great. A,
2: it's it's been it's been. The, once again, the writing has just been so perfect emotionally because mm. they get all these beats right and then they never forget that Watchmen comes out of the pulp comic yep. uh, world and it, it never loses any of that. Yeah. So while we're talking about Veidt, when he says that he knew John was on Europa and John said, how did he know? He said, a little elephant told me, yes. which would suggest that Vite is in contact with Lady True mm-hmm. and he would know about her satellites so we still didn't know what the D was. No. And there is no. a so is it Dr. True is it was daughter. he right what or was it daughter mm. or was it Dr. Manhattan yeah. that he was writing to? It might have been Dr. Manhattan. I think it's it feels Dr. Me. Manhattan was
0: the obvious yeah. choice. Again, as we were talking about earlier, that feels like the one That's expected So therefore It's probably not going to be that I
1: think no one's expecting Save me Doris Roberts And I think that's that's where it's going Uh, And he didn't get the news She brings over a fresh Tuna casserole (laughs) or something A lovely baked ziti (laughs) This is Oh this is a disaster
2: Uh, Well we do have a Doris Day song Maybe it was uh, Save me Doris Day Uh, and I wonder what his relationship with Lady
1: True is Yeah
2: Because he knows about the satellites And she's told She's him. got the statue Yeah. And it's that line Which could the be him end Which end could, of the movie, could be him At
1: the end of the show Sorry, the end of the episode She certainly so. knows what he looks like Yeah, to the detail, to what he looks like now, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: (laughs) that was was the wording that made you think, is that him? Yeah. Is is he the thing that fell? You know, we said this on an earlier podcast, but... uh, He's the carbonite. Yeah, he's the carbonite. Is that how he's been shot back to... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and
1: also it's that moment at the end of this episode where he's like, oh, but my children need me. It's like, how literal is that? Right. Is he saying that? Does yeah. it mean, like, oh, yes, my children, yes, Lady Tree is my daughter? That's The yeah, next yeah. slide <laughs> before they cut it out of the script. But it's like, you know, it's like, is it literal or is he going, like, oh, I'm the father of Earth now because I saved them? And then yeah. I mean, which my would not be out of the children. question for the <laughs> <Yeah>. character. <laughs> with his exactly. ego, yeah. you know? Yeah.
2: So remember in the first episode, when Vite had the horseshoe presented to mm. him, he declared it wasn't for now. And then he gets. The horseshoe. In the cake. Yeah, right. So has Adrian experienced all of this before? Like how did he know that the horseshoe was going to be needed later?
0: Well, I don't think we've still got to the bottom of Mm. he at first it was is there a groundhog day scenario happening here where every time we come back to see him, I think it didn't take long before with the candles on the cake. And what have you that we worked out? This is anniversaries, so, not well, every yeah, day. Yeah, we're talking we're talking anniversary here. Mm. So then it became all right. I was, is that just we're just dropping in every year? Yeah. Or is it a it's it's being this li- relived and relived and relived, and therefore he can start to. Um, Better define how he's going to try to get out of mm. here, and, and mm. or you know what if it's like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day teaches himself piano overnight, yeah. Seemingly. oh yeah. yeah, So therefore, yeah, I'm going to write a, I'm going to write a play. I'm going to write a play. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I've got a, you know, have <laughs> I, yeah, got, I got a year. Let's just do it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see whether. Yeah, is is this is the horseshoe way? Okay, I don't need it now, but I need it. I know I need it at some point. Yeah. Or oh, you're baking horseshoes into the cake. Oh, I get it now. I can use that yeah. to, yeah. you know, if I start to formulate a plan. Every time I wake up and it's this same day again a year later, here I am being able to do A B C and yeah. maybe that's what the horse show would, right. horse show is. Again, that's why I also thought that that's why he's gone from this is a, a wonderful utopia mm. to you people drive me bananas yeah. and I'm going to kill you. I'm just gonna spend, yeah. one of these years I'm just gonna completely gonna kill you, you all. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm over it. Yeah. And then I'll be back to okay, let's see how you can get me off this damn planet. Yeah.
2: I don't know the Bible well enough, but is who's the first person like I know God makes Adam. But who's Mm -hmm. the first angel? Uh, Is it Lucifer? uh, Peter Gabriel. It's Peter Gabriel. (laughs) Peter. Peter (laughs) Peter Gabriel. Yeah, Michael, I think. John Travolta character. Uh, Yeah, I think
0: technically it is... Well, Lucifer's just the first fallen Mm. angel. Right. Then you've got Gabriel who's like the boss of the angels. Yeah. Right. He's like head angel.
2: Well, it's funny. The groundskeeper who was the, the first... Yeah. The first Mr. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. And how he's turned and how yeah. angry he is. And uh, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Also makes you wonder what happened to her. Yeah. First like, Mr. if he's crochet. the first one, where's yeah. well, the first Yeah, maybe crochet.
0: that's why he's mad. I still am trying to work out why the couple who caught young John looking peeping. at them, yeah, peeping, having a peep, that the, the idea was. Because I was waiting for the, oh, we we are actually not married yeah. and we shouldn't right. be doing this. And, you know, but they Game of it. Thrones style, we're going to push you out of a window <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it became... Um, no, no, what you saw is it's perfectly natural and this yeah. is what we're trying to do and here's a Bible. Um, just well, seemed like a very... Uh, it was an odd uh, reaction on mm. their part.
2: It's odd because we probably watched a lot of bad TV. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like maybe it would actually be... Quite, you know, well, yeah, if you're, if cause you're they're nice people, yeah, well, they, and British, this British is, English uh, manner people, this yeah. is where they you, this is where he learns about love, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like it's this, he's, and he's
1: someone that's defined and obsessed with his love, yeah, and mm-hmm. romanticism. So it makes sense that this first nice couple that he meets is like, oh, this is the perfect world. Yeah. So, there's
2: so in. In keeping with all of that, there's a lot of religious imagery uh, from the Holy Bible to the creation of Eden. Uh, young John was eating an apple when he stumbled mm-hmm. upon the couple mm-hmm. having sex then dropped the apple, thus losing his innocence. Uh, but walking it's, on water. But it's kind of in a good way. It's kind yeah. of like, you know how Philip Pullman talks about losing yeah. innocence and dust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, throw in the walking on water uh, and also know that you're heading toward your demise, which is just like Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, even though you know what the outcome is. Jesus is uh, died for our sins to save the world. Does does John allow himself to be captured and he's going to allow himself to be destroyed because he can bring about the peace that Adrian Veidt Gosh, couldn't? Yeah. So maybe that's why he allows this to all happen because he knows what Lady True was going to do and it's going to set forth. Well,
0: that's it, isn't it? This it it really is or will be revealed yeah. and the good thing is it it will yeah. like the, yeah. you know for what we know this is this is it it's it's wrapping up and whether there's more it will be a, a new story yeah um but at this point yeah i think i had thought about the idea of yeah he he has sacrificed himself for the greater good yeah but not that that greater good means he brings the piece that Adrian couldn't, or some sort. Because I piece. think that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be so good. Because it's like because um, that's also in part why he just went. You know what, Planet Earth, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm out of here. I yeah. just, you know, if you don't want it, don't worry. I'll, I'll go make my own people on Mars or not.
2: Yeah. So, so, uh, so if if Angela's question put everything into play with Will killing Crawford, it also means that Will working with Lady True and she has a plan to save Dr Manhattan. So it could also mean that Angela is the reason Dr Manhattan is safe, which would be the ultimate moment of love oh, returned. Hang on, give me that again. So if so Angela's question to John has about Judge Crawford.
0: We have to come back. Can I just jump in at this point with that before we get even deeper into oh, yeah. wibbly wobbly timey-wimey. Yeah. This is classic <laughs> time travel. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Bootstrap paradox they call yeah. it. The the one that most people would know in popular culture is the in Back to the Future, Marty McFly playing a Chuck Berry song. Yeah, yeah. that then Chuck Berry's cousin placed to him down the phone line to inspire him to write that very yeah. song. Yeah, at some point that did not happen. Yes. Mm. So what? There is a timeline where, therefore, that song was never written. Yeah. So same thing with this. It was like, well, that's everything else was skating so finely, and then yeah. it, it's sometimes it. It, you can't help but paint yourself into a corner well, of how Well, this is unfortunately how But it that was the
2: moment out. that he like he seems dazzled by that moment yeah. like he says in the comic that he longs to see thermodynamic miracles like oxygen combusting into gold and stuff mm. like that and there's that moment where he goes it's the chicken or the egg paradox yeah. and he's and it's like the moment happens all at
0: once like yeah. you know And how beautifully again how just pitch perfect played yeah. Iragenic King to go, Oh fuck, like oh, I just did it, didn't I? <laughs> uh, yeah. I just did it. No, no, no. Take that back. I take yeah. it back. I take it yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> can is... you can you go back again and erase that for me? Yeah. Which is the other thing too, I keep forgetting, and uh, this is the beauty of the Doctor Manhattan character. He's not a time traveller. Not mm. at all. He just experiences it. Exactly. So it's yeah. not like he can say, Yeah, we'll 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 have a do over and I'll fix that. Yeah. Yeah. It's The moment has happened. It always has happened. It always will happen.
2: It's like, um, you know, It's uh, once again, Ben and I talk about this later, but it's like if you got every comic that Superman appeared in and laid them all down and you would see him experience his life in a linear fashion, Mm. but if you could be up at a nice distance and look down, you would see his whole life occurring at once. Yeah, sure. And uh, that's how he experiences it. So... So so, Back to your question. So so if Angela puts everything we're experiencing in this TV series into Angela play... Angela planted the seed. with uh, ...by asking John to ask Will how he knew about Crawford, mm-hmm. which inspires Will to go and find Crawford because mm-hmm. he's still after uh, the Cyclops. This also means that that question is also the question that gets Will to work with Lady True who has a plan to save Dr. Manhattan. Mm. So in a way, even though this puts everything into place, does this mean that Angela could potentially be the reason he's saved? Uh, Manhattan is saved. Yeah. So which would be the ultimate kind of love, you know, like she's trying to save him. But what she doesn't realise is she has to do this for all the other things to occur that do save him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's. (laughs) it's, I mean, my brain just... (sighs) wrapped into a pretzel shape but you're right you're right and that would explain the um oh now i just have to look at it all in some weird non-linear fashion you know we need that explain why true is so obsessed with her and again in this sort of roundabout way why he gave her the nostalgia so she would have it in her head to tell him about Right. Does that make sense? Or right. Have, or have well, I added you, something that doesn't. Because remember,
2: work? he says, he says to Lady True, "Will that is mm. why?" Uh, she says, "Why don't you just tell her?" Tell her, and he says, "It's so full on that it would mm. make her head crumble." Like, imagine if I know you. I know you with Doctor Manhattan. You know there's going to be a tragedy, and I'm yeah. actually a grandfather, and <laughs> you know but the
0: reason all this is happening is because you told me. You yeah. Know, when? Well, not yet. Not yet. But you will. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough Yeah, it's great <laughs> I love it so much Oh, by to, the way, I've you're like, actually hooked up to an elephant in the other room
2: Don't worry about it It's fine Mate Jeez that long memory. Don't go on about it <laughs> Alright, so this is getting to what you were saying uh, about the four before I've things, I stand by none of them uh, <laughs> Which answer are you most excited <laughs> we to discover mm-hmm. next week? <laughs> what happened to Looking Glass? He's still undercover, yeah. motherfucker Where is Ozymandias? Are there consequences for Manhattan abandoning abandoning his creations because they were too devoted? What crashed down on the Clark's farm? Mm. What is going on with Lady Tree's clock tower? Mm. Is Laurie okay? Mm. Who set up the video of Doctor Manhattan on Mars on a loop? Yeah, and
0: why? Which you picked, I might say, from the very early going. Oh yeah, oh I did. You too. called that? You said I, I believe that that's not actual real actual right. news, fake news. Uh, look, it's always you called fake news. Early, yeah, <laughs> it's always great when you get a get a couple of things
2: right. Um, is it, you know what? I like that the Phillips and the Crookshanks were not. Yeah. like I like that they weren't John I Osterman and Jane. Yeah, I think I like um, that.
0: Damien pointed that out, out earlier. He kept correcting anyone who called them clones. They're not clones. They yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah. So there you go.
2: Um, and I like that. They, I like that they were just people that were nice to him and kind of inspired him you know i thought
1: that was people worth starting a civilization based around
2: not everything needs to be
1: yeah
3: like
2: not not everything has to tie in yeah Yeah. not having some things connected directly means that the things that are connected are more special
0: yeah i always like like one of my favorite movies is it's a wonderful life Mm. yeah uh, with Streaming the wonderful- on 4K on stand currently If you want to watch it in <laughs> a wonderful, pristine, The wonderful Jimmy's joy. If you've never seen it before Just get past the weird talking stars at the start yeah. of it And you'll be fine <laughs> Yep But one of my favourite messages <laughs> of that film Is that you You just don't know How many people's lives you touch In yep. ways that to you seem inconsequential But to them God. can mean the world
1: Yep God, episode ten has to just be a remake of that with Doctor Manhattan.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in but the Jimmy that Stewart. that was the nice message I got from from uh, John choosing that couple. Yes, mm. a random couple. Yeah, absolutely. Living in a manner when he was in a very vulnerable state yeah. as a young child, or brought him in from the war. If yeah, that's, yeah. That uh, yeah, they've they've literally opened their their doors to him. Yeah, for mm. him to be safe with his father as they as they flee for their lives. Mm. That as he looks back over his entire life to go, the two people I want to choose to be my Adam and Eve are those people yeah. because of what it meant to me at that point in yeah. my life and where it has led me to where I am now. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's like, usually it's like your, your first grade teacher or something. Yeah. Like that. People, people that, to them, they just think, oh, you are another, not not dismissively, but I see a lot of kids that come through here yeah. and I hope I send them off into the world and they do good and they've learned something. Sometimes I think people just don't, appreciate or understand yeah. how much that, what they do impresses upon you. Yeah. And this to me was one of those lovely little indicators. Of
2: yeah. That. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: It was because such you, a, yeah, they seem like they're a really lovely couple and I've yeah. enjoyed the characters as they are on utopia anyway. Well, it makes
2: yeah. me actually feel worse for them with the way <laughs> Vite's exactly. been shooting them out. <laughs> and them. You know, they the... were
0: really excited about that play. Oh, really you excited. excited. kept
2: burning him. Um, by the way, if Lady Tree sets up that clock that tells time, maybe she knows how this is all going to
1: play
0: out. Mm. Anyway, yeah, which would be interesting. To, that's, that's I,
2: the, so. So what? So what? What are you looking forward to? What's your number so, one?
1: Answer your question. It is that um, I want to see Looking Glass and Laurie because I think that what. You you just kind of laid it up where you're just like that. Not everything has to connect back to the source material with yeah, the, um, with the our utopian dwellers. It's like that. That's not part of the the mythology that's already preordained coming into this. That's something that's just new and invented. It's like yeah, I think I'm. With that, where I'm like, I love everything that's been invented and the world that has been built by Damon Lindelof and the other writers of this show and the directors of this show, the actors of this show, where it's the new stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, I freaking love... Tim Blake Nelson is yeah. looking class. Yeah. And I just want to see his sexy ass save the day. <laughs> yeah. Save, save Laurie from her ultimate doom or
0: whatever. Yeah.
2: You know, superheroes love a team up. And we go. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm hoping. You know, I'm hoping
0: we get. Because let's remember, Dr. Manhattan was part of the Minutemen as well. Yeah. Into Watchmen. Crimebusters. And then yeah. Crimebusters, sorry. Yeah. Into, into whatever our, like, end credits or yeah. end shot. Yeah. Of the Watchmen him, will return. Yeah. Sister Night, yeah. Looking Glass. Yeah, but, throw throw the Panda guy in there. Yeah. Oh, mate, Picky points. Lube man. <laughs> well, that was I. Don't, mm. I was going to add to your yeah. list. Yeah, that's that's my final one. Yeah, the identity of of Lube yeah. man. It's got to be Agent P. P. If we I don't hope it's that. Lube
1: man Manhattan going head to head
0: in the that's first like a, even yeah, fight it, in this it, whole series. The perfect <laughs> way to do it is in a Marvel style post credit sequence. We're yeah. just. The whole thing's wrapped up. All yeah. your questions are answered. And then yeah. right at the end of the credits is just loopman Man coming home and he takes off his mask yeah. and he realises. That's it's thirteen
2: 30,
0: <laughs> 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 It would be great to have a hero shot. That
2: includes, you know, Gene Smart as Laurie, mm-hmm. Sister Knight, uh African American Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh Hood of Justice in a wheelchair.
3: Oh, of course. <laughs> Agent of course. Yeah. How soon we forget. Hood of Justice is a thing. I'm sure that,
2: like that is pretty anyway. That would be a fun kind and of And then thing but to then see, your final shot plant. is
0: the the Watchmen name switches to whatever they end up calling them. Oh as. yeah. Yeah, maybe it is Watchmen. Maybe finally Watch they will people? be called Watchmen.
1: Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh I I'm I think maybe, like, I really want to see Looking Glass again, like, yeah. you know, when we realise oh, that yeah, he's, he'll, he'll definitely be back. I bad. feel like he's going to get something good. Uh, the
0: question is, where does he see himself in this? So if he comes into the situation that we're, he, we're back in now... Where does he see himself? Where do you see himself in, in, in 10 years? He sees himself in the mirror. <laughs> on, no, on the inside of his mask, because... because <laughs> <laughs> he's obsessed with that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in his racist detector, yeah. he can see all... But as he comes <laughs> into this Scenario that we yeah. have found ourselves in. Yeah. What side is he taking? Where does Angela see him? Because mm. that has to be reconciled. Yeah. Yeah. Whether she can see what he did. He he saved her. Or and that was, as far as we know, that was unintentional. It was accidental by mm. him to yeah. to allow that to happen.
2: I think I really And is the p-
0: cactus going to be held accountable? Yeah. I don't know about The, the little cactus. fucking snitch. What a snitch. <laughs> you fucking little succulent snitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we allowed to say succulent on the show? Um, I, 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 I,
2: I'm, I'm, out of all the things that need to be answered, I really want, to, I really want Laurie to be okay because I'm yeah. really into her. <laughs> and I really yeah, just. Yeah, exactly. I'd hate for something terrible to happen to her.
1: I, I want that Jean Smart character to return. I want. She's yeah. too amazing. She's and I want to get. You know, season two. Please bring Night Owl out of jail. You know,
0: oh, yeah, I want to see Jeff no... Bridges as Night Owl. I'm trying oh, to think we'll of. I'm trying to think of actors I that are in it their seventies. So, you know? It feels like it's an almost unnecessary reference that they keep bringing up to mm. him being still around. Yeah, and all of the under the hood references yeah. and the owl yeah. toys and uh, all of that that yeah. he he owns just, it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's time to get
2: to the. Other little segments. This one go. might be the final one of this because we get the final episode last yeah. week. But time for I spent too much time alone. Thought
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and I'm you've th- still had time even running a two and a half hour recap. Oh yeah, to do this. Yeah. Wow. If this doesn't I, prove. Well, a point. I have to
2: be honest. I'm doubling down on a thought, but I'm adding to it. Okay. Go. So with only one episode to go, I'm going to double down on my theory mm-hmm. that this all ends with Angela, uh, which means the messenger of God having John's powers passed Mm. on to her and she will become the inspiration Mm. for herself to move to Tulsa so many years ago without really knowing why. John has pointed out that he can pass on the powers and would only do so if someone wanted. We've seen trauma passed down through DNA. Maybe Angela will feel some sort of trauma in the way he experiences... Life, but will need these powers to stop the 7th calvary from acquiring them and to save her children. And is it passed on through the water of the swimming pool? It would make for the uh, Lady of the Lake type of imagery if she fell into the mm. water and rose above it, imbued with his power.
0: Look, to quote a great man, Jesus shit, um, <laughs> Justin Hamilton, 1997. Um, that is spectacular. Yeah. I love the idea that, as even raised already at this point, What's the motivation for Dr. Manhattan to come in and talk to her in the bar because it's her? Yeah. Yeah. Is extraordinary. Yeah. And and I love it. And she, um, I love it. And, you know, that's why he's
2: happy, you know, these things happen, but he, you know.
0: Look, and if she gets it from the swimming pool, it will be, it will forever make sure I never, ever. P in a pool again Oh yeah I've just, just I, I feel it. so guilty <laughs> well, this should, be, should be I told you kids <laughs> I told you kids How many times <laughs> you, now you see know, me I'm...
1: jumping in the pool After you're trying to get your powers Give yeah. me Rose powers oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: Now I'm part All knowing God Part Alexi's piss Right. Thanks
2: <laughs> The um, Because he said it was important That he was on the mm. Yeah on it, the was, it was
0: It was it, it couldn't have been it more was, obviously and, pointed out. And but it was that, that coupled with the. Yeah. Well, apparently I can pass my powers on here, drink this egg. Yeah.
1: yeah. Drink mm. this pool water. Um,
0: <laughs> you might find this hard to believe. My mum loved it. Yes. Time for some mum facts. I
1: I yes.
2: It. She uh, said that she was going to. She hasn't watched the episodes back to back before, but she's going to have to watch it back to back because she was just like, what? Mm. Just did I
0: experience oh so she what this episode twice yeah so she was
2: watching the episode again So she was just like whoa like she loved it um she pointed out that everything that led up to Europa once again comes from racism with John's father escaping the Nazi party in -hmm. Germany Uh, and uh I really like this. Mum's very much into the idea that one of the messages from the series is that while people clamour for civility, what we actually need is discourse on an equal level to keep our brains healthy and our thoughts flowing and, in turn, our morals intact. Your mum's cool. Every time people (laughs) attempt to wipe something out they don't understand or know, they diminish themselves in the process. Mm. And that is... That's Adrian Veidt's story, and that's why... we're
0: Morally in check, mate. Or even just his line of... um, why do we have bombs? Because it, it ironically makes people feel safe. Right. Yeah.
2: And that's why John is, you know, part of the reason he is in love with Angela, he's trying to experience uh, another sort of life that he never experienced mm-hmm. as well and see through those eyes. Yeah. Going full horseshoe. There's a 1977 exploitation film directed by Frank Packard called Abba, the first black Superman. In this movie, a brilliant African-American scientist transforms a black militant into a superhuman hero with incredible strength and fantastic mental abilities after moving into an affluent white neighbourhood and becoming the victim of racism. All Dr Kenneth Kincaid wanted was to live in a nice neighbourhood where his children would be safe and his family could be happy. Unfortunately, his bigoted neighbours had other plans. When Dr Kincaid's family is greeted with threats and vandalism, Black Front or Unity leader John Abar steps in to protect them from the swelling tide of intolerance. Thanks to a bar, Dr. Dr. Kincaid is able to resume his research into a serum designed to make ordinary men invincible. Later, when racial tensions turn deadly, Dr. Kincaid uses a serum on a bar and creates a black Superman whose might and mental abilities strike fear into the hearts of intolerant racists everywhere. The film was the brainchild of an African-American pimp from Louisiana called (laughs) James Smalley and was originally titled Super Black before being renamed. It was later released on VHS and renamed In Your Face. Wow.
3: <laughs> what
2: Great was that? Title. Not on the racks to
0: choose from last uh, last yeah. episode I with know. Young Angela's? It's nice. just in
2: so the... good, so good. You know, it's just so. See, I, I, like I'm really tempted to quit TV after this because I just love. I seeing... think everybody should. Yeah, this just is you know, it. you see a cactus and you go, "Oh, I wonder what's going on with the cactus." Oh, I wonder what's going on with yeah. the horseshoe. You do know I mean, it's
0: there. This show was made for you. I've I'd... in more ways than any of us could ever imagine. Yeah, I would beyond the obvious. You know, names are credited to it, and yeah. Bowie soundtrack. Act. Oh, I yeah. mean, right?
1: I... Whenever I see that happen, I'm like, what the fuck is Justin involved? It felt like, I got a
0: one-inch <laughs> punch to the heart when that music kicked in last week. Yeah,
2: I would marry everyone who worked on that now episode. Now,
0: see, so this is where I, I get it's too much. I get a bit confused in my own timelines. Was it in the trailer, or was it just you saying all this needed was a bit of? Bowie at the end of the trailer. And no, they no, had it's the original in the David Bowie's yeah. "Life on Mars" they in did. the third trailer. Okay, yeah, because I think right, I may right. have
2: called two hundred and seventy-eight people with excitement when yeah. I watched it on a Sunday morning. for the I first remember I time. did
1: call go. you because I'm like, "Hey yeah. man,
0: this are you okay right now?" Yeah, you because did. This
1: is made for you. I was breathing into a have brown paper secret? bag.
0: <laughs> I was looking at my calendar, going like, "Were you?" like out of the country for like <laughs> 8 months while this was being made at yeah. HBO like it's
2: it genuinely is everything i've ever wanted to watch in a tv series and i you know in there's because you like to write and create and yeah. do the things that we do i'm also wrapped that i have nothing to do with it other than i just sit back yeah. and i experience it like you know like i think i've told you i auditioned for a role in the leftovers and yeah. uh, didn't get it yeah. and then was wrapped because a, I did not see that role appear in the in the series. Mm. But then I was like, oh well, I don't want to. Like, imagine if yeah. I'm watching a really good bit, and then and for some reason, you know, the director You'll yelled the at me because I because I, I did 37 takes yeah. of that line or something. You or know? worse,
0: you would just know that one small bit of it, yeah, completely out of context. And I'm yeah. sure every part of it is embargoed within an inch yeah. of its life. But then I'd be kind of going, you'd be just oh, be sitting like hypothesizing whether what does that go. mean and not yeah. mean and. And quite clearly they just went, Well, if it's not Hamilton, it's nobody. Yeah.
2: That was it. We might as well cut the cut the roll. <laughs> anyway, it's like honestly, like this is this has made me very happy about a lot of things in my life. Mainly this T V show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into some squid bits before we I go. spend the rest of this podcast talking about how much I love everything I've said I love, which is all of it. And anyone who disagrees with me, they're allowed to, but we can't be friends anymore. Uh, so, last week, we saw the Dr. Manhattan puppet show, which is in keeping with uh, Chapter 9 of the graphic novel, where he tells Laurie, in relation to his percept- perception of time, that we're all puppets. He's just a puppet that can see the strings. Uh, I already mentioned that this episode was originally listed as a, go- a God Walks Into a Bar. Mm-hmm. But this week, we saw that it is a God Walks Into a Bar. Uh Angela is drinking in Vietnam in Eddie's bar. This is the bar that the comedian shot his pregnant what, girlfriend had. in. Mm-hmm. And, it,
0: and actually called Mr. Eddie's, yeah. which is what she calls him. Yeah. Um, Spelt differently, but let's not get into that. Well, you, you know, there's Sometimes probably... Sometimes it's about not making it too obvious. Yeah.
2: Uh, and it's also a reminder that it was Edward Blake who started John to begin to lose touch with his humanity. Mm-hmm. And now here... John begins to regain it. Yeah, which is a nice little. Uh,
0: he's walking when he's walking into the bar. We hear the song "Rhapsody in Blue." Blue yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's There's like a, a disco whole lot of, cover. Yes. Yeah. There's a
2: whole lot of um, down here. I've got uh, "Blue Danube," which was also used in 2001 A "Space Odyssey." "Rhapsody in Blue," but it's the Walter Murphy disco version. Yeah. "Mr. Blue" by the Fleetwoods. Mm-hmm. There's also Jacques Offenbach's. Le Contes de Hoffman, taken from, the opera the, yeah. um, uh, from the opera the Tales of Hoffman. Thank you. I had a stroke halfway through it. That's from mm. the opera The Tales of Hoffman, which includes at the beginning the, the muse trying to draw the protagonist's attention by taking the appearance of there, his closest friend. There's
1: a great movie adaptation of that by Emmerich Powell and uh, Michael, uh, no, Ma- Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger, oh, the right. archers really good and a little fun fact is a little alexi wog bit for you (laughs) is uh in new york city there was a video or like a store that rented films to people yeah and that was that what tales of hoffman was always rented out by two young fellas two lovely italian blokes and one of them was martin scorsese and he asked like where is this who's got it now was like oh this other kid the other kid up the road the ramiro kid George oh. A. Ramirez and Man Scorsese were the only two kids that kept Get renting it back and forth. Out. That is yeah. awesome. So you only know that stuff if you were like me, born a wog. And I learned, I know all this <laughs> I, information I respect about, everything about Scorsese that. and all about it.
2: Um, Irishman, brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I just know how... Number agree- one for the year yep. for Lexi. I know how Number I two, Detective Alexi's Pikachu. Getting... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not a joke. Um, (laughs) uh, A big shout out uh, not only to everyone who worked on this episode, but uh, it was uh, director Nicole Castle Mm -hmm. who did a great job. But I think we should give a a, a big shout out to the editing by Henk Van Egan. E-E-G-H-E-N-E-N. Incredible editing to Mm. keep that going. Yeah. Another uh, Superman illusion for John with his father being Jewish. Jerry Siegel's family fled Lithuania in 1900 to avoid anti-Semitism and Joe Schuster was also Jewish, his family immigrants from Rotterdam. Um, This episode begins traditionally moving easily back and forth between timelines before the cuts become quite sharp and jarring, no easy transitions, and that helps us to see it all happening at once. Um, And uh, I've already put this in, but even though they... The episode is a tragedy. They give us a happy ending by mm. finishing the story in the moment. Angela agrees to go to dinner, uh, and that and that is that, and that's the moment that puts this story into motion in many ways. Uh, the episode reminded me very much of the finale of The Leftovers, which we can't really mention f- with Rove here, but with the close-ups <laughs> of Angela and John mm. feeling very similar to Nora and Kevin in yeah. the way it was done. Yeah. Um, in Lost, Desmond needs Penny to ground him in the present but what's interesting in this is Angela grounds John across multiple points of his life when they first meet, when he becomes Cal, when he wakes up. Uh, The Tunnel of Love comes from the 1958 romantic comedy about a married suburban couple who can't conceive a child and soon endure endless red tape on adopting one. Uh, All of Lindelof's best work is a love story, including the ending of Lost and The Leftovers. Mm. And uh, I hope he doesn't buck the trend, because here's something that I haven't said to anyone, but I thought i 'd wait for this moment, I had this awful thought like this would be this would be a terrible ending <laughs> mm. but um, and i and i i i 'd liked how this has been romantic and it 's uh, it 's felt very intellectual in its romanticism and uh e- even the the talk of it being every relationship ends in tragedy, you still have the relationship, so that to me is incredibly romantic and i but then I thought, imagine this for a terrible ending. The <laughs> senator. Joe Keane, he gets the powers and turns the Watchmen world oh, into a terrible place where people are treated awfully, racism rules the land and corruption can't be overcome. So basically he turns it into our world. Oh, you've got to oh, be Joe Keane. Dear God. I said it was an awful <laughs> ending. I said <laughs> it like was an awful ending. Years and years, I don't need this. <laughs> Imagine, I that. Need this Imagine that. You get to the end and yeah. you go, ah. Oh. That's us. Oh, it's us. Boo.
0: It's like, what? and then the the Watchman turns into Watch yourself. Mm, oh, my God. God. it's the last is just looking glass, it's looking right back at you, right yeah. back
1: at in you in that beautiful mirrored head.
2: <laughs> don't get me wrong; I'd be rapt if I picked it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would also be devastated. I don't think it's going to end anywhere near there like that. Um, I'm I'm, double, I'm tripling down on Go for Angela it. being um, uh, the new mm. Doctor Manhattan, just shaking a fist at everyone who goes that. This isn't my graphic novel. Well, you didn't read it properly. <laughs> um, I wonder, uh, you know, the art and the Bible. I haven't had an opportunity to look back on that, but I wondered if that was Dave Gibbons.
0: I thought the exact same thing. Oh, did you? Yeah. Very abrupt. Yes. Like, as in, for the era, it's mm. it's so uh, it's it's so um, anachronistic. Yeah. Uh, and apparently yes it is. Oh it is? He actually right. it's not just meant to be in his style but he actually did it. Wow. Oh that's awesome. Yes.
1: Oh well, that's good. That's nice. Yeah,
2: that's really nice. Did you see the um, uh, Alan Moore's daughter Leah Moore wrote a whole thing on Twitter which is amazing and worthwhile checking out. Interesting. But one of the things was that she pointed out everyone talks about it being Alan's work Yeah. but you have to remember Alan suggested things with the art, but Dave Gibbons also suggested things with yeah. the story. So it's collaborative. So, yeah. But, you know, because he doesn't love comics anymore <laughs> and she has come out and said, you know, we'll try to understand this. He did love them. He loved them like she's got all these old Marvels that are tattered yeah. because he used to read them all the time. When he, when he was writing uh, Marvel Man/Miracle Man slash Miracle Man... Uh, when he took over Swamp Thing. You know, he was bringing his love of all of that and trying to add something new to it. And the way he kept getting treated by the industry, essentially he's got a broken heart. And isn't it a shame that, as she was saying, isn't it a shame that things weren't done properly? Because imagine what he would still be writing for DC if they had treated him properly. Or Marvel if they'd called him over. Like, you know, you think... Sorry? That's all right, keep going. Uh, You think about, you know, like his... uh, There was the a boarded series for Image where they didn't get to the annual, but he did a series called 1963 with all these great kind of Kirby-esque characters. Yep. His work on Supreme where he reworks 1950s Superman. Like, you know, the guy has had the love for a long time. It's always mm. that
0: really sad thing of someone taken, you know, not necessarily in their prime because I don't think... It was like, oh, we only got a, a quick flash of it, and it was over. Yeah, for him, and he's obviously still around. But you know, the the idea that um, uh, is it that it's that James Dean thing of yeah, mm. yeah but we, you got this you know great legacy that yeah. was never at any point tainted. Yeah, so there is always the flip side of yeah, but you know, you'd hate to think that we were looking back at, at oh well, he should have quit. After, yeah, right. You know, this amount of time, or I oh, know he stayed pretty brilliant, and everything else. He's that's written. very true, though. Very um, true. And you know, Grant Morrison you set the bar. That's the other thing, yeah. too. You know,
2: Grant Morrison's doing. This you can rest on your laurels when you set the yeah. bar Oh yeah, yeah. He definitely.
1: never directed Jack, where Robin Williams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams <laughs> is uh, plays yeah. a plays a six year old boy. Yeah, you know that's Coppola's legacy.
2: Yeah, that is a gee
1: whiz. That is it's on Disney Plus now. If you want to watch it. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Well, we better finish this up there.
2: But Morrison is writing a a run on Green Lantern, and he's got in this uh, latest issue (laughs) where he's just roasted the way comics are written. Where Mm. in in this rejigged world, Superman saying, "Yeah, we just keep being, you know." Everything keeps rebooting every three years. Nobody knows yeah. who they are. You know, Batman's been broken so many times. His Aunt Harriet had to fill in for him, you know. <laughs> well,
0: think, think about the, the, really the, funny. the world we live in now where you know, the the comic book superhero mm. genre is so ubiquitous anyway yeah. Yeah. that he has so much to deconstruct and so yeah. much to yeah. undermine and play with yeah. and mock. Yeah. Um, it's like a default genre of entertainment now. Yeah, he must just be sitting there with a thousand stories and comments and opinions in his head.
2: Well, you know, like even it it saddens me that he was treated so poorly that he can't be watching this. And and seeing that they've kept the spirit of it, you know, like and without... uh, Like Christopher Eccleston with Doctor Who, like at some uh, point, will
0: you forgive all and... Mm feel that you can be part of the family again i know there's still a lot of love out there i'm just saying yeah i'm sure he's listening he's my Uh, favorite i'll say it he's a big fan uh
2: just i've already mentioned this already on another podcast but nuns are married to god sister knight Mm nun with a gun marries a god who walks into a bar Mm -hmm. fun uh more fun more egg moments with dr manhattan Mm. a lot of eggs and uh fertility being an important part we get meaning
1: to the egg basically now
2: yeah uh Young young John lost his innocence in a closet. Now he and Angela have sex in one. They've come full circle.
0: Oh. I had a little bit of a... Um <laughs> A young child removed during the war and hiding in the cupboard. Uh, oh, my um, gosh. Narnia. Narnia. style. Oh,
2: yeah, right. As yeah, the way yeah, of yeah. opening your yeah. world to
0: God. amazing, yeah. more wonderful things. Oh, if Mr. Thomas came in in that last <laughs> moment. My and God. had a three-way <laughs> with have... the
1: couple. <laughs> That's exactly here. what we were looking for.
0: Enjoy this Turkish delight.
3: <laughs>
1: um,
2: the sex joke was funny. <laughs> Can't believe Doctor Manhattan can make it go ninety seconds. Yeah, you yeah, life yeah you it, go. Was, even when he said it was a yeah, ah, a sex dream. yeah Yeah, um, and finally, and all. So met- just quickly,
0: all of that, like acting with your hands. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. As for a director to make that choice, yeah. like all of the big mm. decisions. Like even when he does the the really interesting twirl with the finger to point to the jukebox. Yeah. It's just, it's mesmerising. Yeah. Oh, so good. And all I'm doing is looking at a dude's hands. Yeah. I recognize, I did recognise the knuckles though. Yeah. Very oh, identifiable. The
2: knuckles, knuckles gave it away. And uh, <laughs> finally, um, once again, there's a mention of nothing ever ends. Which yes. Which means, hopefully that means... Season two. Uh,
0: Doctor <laughs> Manhattan is wrong yeah. as well. Also, uh, I leave it entirely in your hands, which of yeah. course the final line. Final line. Of the, of the comics. So good.
2: One episode ago, make a to go.
0: cigarette and uh, run to Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Set
2: myself on fire, shoot myself to the sun, <laughs> reignite it, come back, save the world. Have a snack or be hungry. <laughs> we got one more. We got one more. Yeah, one more. One more, and then it'll be the three of us and uh, the long-awaited return of Ben Elwood, Yeah, who uh, wanted to come along tonight, but he's seeing Nick Cave, and I was like, oh yeah, fair enough. We'll yeah, there, we'll fair enough. But, you know, I'm sure there will be, if he would was here, there would be a lot of, fuck, man, <laughs> and he would be uh, totally into that. Uh, thank you very much, Rove McManus and Alexei Toliopoulos.
0: You're welcome very much. And likewise.
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Alexi, and thank you, Rovi for joining me today. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a nice review on the platform you use to listen to us. Uh, I appreciate you joining us on this crazy-ass show, a show that is genuinely leaping all the way to the top of my all-time favourites. Uh, so, Rove and Alexi will be back for the final episode, as will Ben Elwood, so that will be a, a, a mega show. I... Uh, Later this week, I'll be back with Siobhan Coombs to cover Chapter 8 of the graphic novel, and uh, I'll have some more thoughts on this episode. I'll <laughs> I'll have had an opportunity to watch it again and uh, have a little bit of a think, and uh, yeah, just what a what a glorious hour. So, in the meantime, I'm going to dwell on the line about all relationships ending in tragedy, how that sort of resonates with me in a peculiarly romantic way, I'll probably slip on the Watchmen version of Life on Mars and I'm going to think about this story, this collage of images pictured in my mind as happening all at once, a kaleidoscope of moments that, from a certain vantage point, make a beautiful whole. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Until then.